Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I've got an inspiring quote today to help you have the best day ever. It's from Amy Lee McCree who says, You matter. That smile you shared could be the sun on someone's darkest day. Did you know that you have amazing, influential power? You really do. By your example by the way you conduct yourself, by the things that you say, by the things that you do. People are watching you. Maybe it's your little one. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a complete stranger. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I love to watch people. If I'm at the mall and I grab a bite to eat at the food court, I just like to sit back and kind of watch people as they have conversations with their loved ones and with their friends, as they go about doing their shopping. I, I love to kind of think about you know what brought them here what are they going through in life right now why do they have a smile on their face why do they have a frown on their face you can learn a lot about somebody by simply looking at them and that's the way people can learn about you just by looking at you do you look happy do you look mad (laughs) do you look sad There are different ways that we can influence the people around us. And if we want to share love and if we want to share joy, I think maybe we need to wear it on our face a little more. We need to have that smile. We need to share it with somebody, a complete stranger, because you never know. That smile might be just exactly what they need to keep moving forward. So go out there and shine bright today. Put a big smile on your face. Make people feel good when they're around you. They'll remember it. Friendly reminder. Worry doesn't take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Now your word of life. Today from Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. What a gift. Oh, that's worth talking about. That's worth sharing with somebody today. Use it as a conversation starter, a way to share your faith. We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. Of course, that's a place to go to learn about some amazing concerts we've got coming up. Click those banners for more info. Plus, your chance to win some concert tickets coming up later here on the show to Winter Jam 2023. It's going to be a blast. Also, we're going to have a Battle of the Poets coming up at 7.15. We'll have the car line competition starting at 7. we got a jam-packed show ready for you. So I hope you're ready to have some fun. Stick around, okay? It can really be scary. You have this idea to start a business and you decide to jump in feet first. I mean, in the deep end. You decide, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm making a big change here. And then you get a little bit of success. You see the ball start to roll a little bit. But then it's like everything dries up. Nobody's coming to my store. Nobody's buying anything. How can I keep the doors open? You ever been there? Yeah. Well, um, there's a bookstore owner who found herself in that position recently, and she didn't know what to do. So in a last-ditch effort, she decided to ask for help. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the result. Stick around. I'll tell you the story coming up here on the show. But first, here's Ben Fuller with Who I Am, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. When trying to start a business, there are all kinds of factors that you have to think about, right? If it's going to be a brick and mortar kind of store, well, where is it going to be? Because location is usually key right? Is it going to be in a highly trafficked area? And then, you know, what kind of products am I going to provide the the public? What am I going to have in in my shop? Well, let me tell you a little bit about Sapphire. You see, Sapphire grew up loving books. She absolutely loved being able to open the pages of a book and transport herself to somewhere else. It's an escape, right? (laughs) And it's really important to her. Well, she knows that there are other people who love books too, So she decided to open up her own little bookshop and she had an amazing location. She decorated it so just, oh my goodness, so well. It looks so good from the street, right? She's got art on the windows and it invites you to come inside. And she hoped that this could be a success. Surely other people out there love books as much as I do. 
But you see, over the winter, she found that not many people were coming in. And with bills mounting, she was between a rock and a hard place. So she decided to do something she'd never done before. She got on social media and she told people, hey, we owe about $925. That's how much our bills are. And they're coming due on Tuesday. And we have about a week to raise this money. Maybe you could help come in, help just come, come look for a book. It, she was, I'm telling you, this was like a last ditch effort. But people really took a hold of this post and they shared it. It spread like wildfire. People loved the pictures that she took. She took a picture showing the shop with nobody in it. And people absolutely went nuts and they wanted to help. So they started to retweet her post and started adding comments about it. So much so that, oh wow, they were able to exceed their monthly expenses. They were able to pay those bills and all the goodwill that came from this, all the comments was, it was amazing. See, one person said, instead of buying books from Amazon, let's buy from an independent bookstore and keep the economy more local. Here's a bookshop that needs support. Another one said, well, your shop looks beautiful. And this post gave me the perfect excuse to order a book from you from my sister. Yeah, celebrities got a hold of it. Musicians got a hold of it and started sharing the love with this little bookstore. And come to find out, one lady even said, hey, I'll take care of the bill. <laughs> but, you know, the owner, Sapphire, was like, that's, that's too much. I couldn't accept that. But they came to an understanding where a third of the donation of $1,119, well, it went toward the bookstore, but then they were able to divvy up the rest and able to help some people out who couldn't really afford to buy particular books. So, hey, this fund is here now to help people. If they're a little short, we can help them. So you just never know what can come of you reaching out to your community, looking for a little bit of support. You never know. There could be some like-minded people out there who see what you're trying to do and want to get behind it. So I just wanted to throw this out there. Sometimes we forget that we are surrounded by some pretty generous people. So every now and then, if you really need some help, well, why don't you ask for it? Put something out on social media. Say what's going on. Let people feel what you're going through and see if God doesn't use them to help supply and provide what you need. And then it becomes a community kind of thing. You're able to help each other out. I love this. So I had to pass it along to you. <laughs> Just when you think everything's going to come to a screeching halt, you get this harebrained idea to just reach out and ask people for help. Tell them what's going on. And it comes through. I, God just has a great way of working things out, you know? <laughs> okay, so it's no secret that sometimes our kids can be a little cantankerous. I don't know. They can be a little stubborn. They, they don't want to do certain things that we need for them to do. And hopefully we got a lot of kids in the car right now getting ready for this car line competition. But I need to share a little something from a parent's perspective. Maybe this will help all the kids out. And mom and dad, you might chuckle from this one here. I want you to take a listen to uh, <laughs> how this was explained. I, I think I, I don't think it could be explained any better by anybody. Here, here just just take a listen to this. There are basics that you have to do every single day when raising children, and these are feeding them. You have to feed them. This is probably news to nobody. You have to feed them. You have to dress them. Okay? You have to wash them, and you have to put them to bed. You have to do these four things every single day. Now, every single day, each one of these things is a battle. They are reluctant to do these things, and you are forced every day to compromise on each of them. I don't know why they resist these basic things. Every day is a battle. Just getting dressed. They will not get dressed. Put your clothes on. Put your pants on. They refuse to wear pants. I don't like pants. They're uncomfortable. I don't like pants. Put your jumper on. I'm boiling. I'm boiling. They're always boiling. I'm boiling. Yes, that's because I've heated the inside of the house. But what I haven't done is heated the rest of the world. So you will need it when you get outside. Can I just take it? So you just compromise. All right, fine. Just take it. 
Do your latest. Can I do it in the car? Fine! Do it in the car! Where's your bag? Where's your other shoe? And they spring things on you at the last minute. The other day we were going to school. We're nearly out the door. My son's done quite well, actually. He's got, his, he's got his pants on. He's holding his coat. He's got his bag. We're nearly out the door. He just looks at me and goes, Dad, it's Roman Day. <laughs> What's Roman Day? Everybody has to go to school today dressed as something from the Roman Empire. <laughs> I'm supposed to be at school in six minutes. What exactly did you expect me to do at this point? Oh yes, when I was nine, I was a centurion. I think I still have my armour here in the cupboard. <laughs> Let's not drive this morning. I've been hiding a horse and chariot in the garage. I'll arrive in style. That's a little too relatable, right? <laughs> I love that. Oh, he just has a great way of sharing these stories. Of course, if you've never heard of that comedian before, his name is Michael McIntyre. He is from England and he is hilarious. All right, I think it's time to have a little more fun. Maybe give away some gift cards. You ready for this? I sure hope so. In three, two, one, give me the horn! That's right, that's how we start this car line competition. Gotta crank that engine, get this music bed started, and we are good to go. This trivia game is so much fun. Giving away some gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab, and it all hinges on whether you know the answers to my questions. Mmm, just the basic trivia questions. And don't worry, I don't take the phone calls live, so there's no reason for you to be nervous. So I record them, I go back and edit them, make you sound like a rock star on the radio. And with all that out of the way, here is the first question of today's car line competition. Where did the Olympic Games originate? Was it Spain, Greece, Australia, or Egypt? 256-505-0885 is a number to call, and I've already got a caller? What? Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Dan Bremnes with Hold You Tight. A lot of love being shared on the radio today. I'm about to play that first answer to the car line competition question. Oh, so good. Stick around. You'll have your chance of winning some gift cards as well. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Aiden. What's going on, bud? Nothing much. Are you looking forward to school? Uh, yeah. When is spring break for you? Um, I think it's like in two more weeks. Two more weeks. It's are like you, the end of March. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? You got big plans? No, not really. No, you're just going to kind of veg out around the house, maybe play some video games, maybe go outside and mm -hmm. play a little bit too? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, sounds like a plan. All right, right now, I want to have some fun. Maybe I can give you some gift cards here. It, it depends on if you know the answer to my question. So, where did the Olympic Games originate? Was it Spain, Greece, Australia, or Egypt? Um, Egypt. Oh, no! That's not the answer I'm looking for. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, the pyramids are in Egypt. The pharaohs are from there. But some people really loved working out and getting their exercise in somewhere else. So, I'll give you one more try. We're taking Egypt off the board. So, which one is it? Is it Greece or Australia, where the Olympic Games originated? Greece. Greece is right. That's what I'm looking for. Look at you. Just want some gift cards. What do you think about that? Good. Hey, I'm thankful for second chances. How about you? Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, hey, you know the way this works, right? I give you three gift cards: one to keep and two to give away. And I want to hear from you about two very special people in your life today. My friend. All right. What's your friend's name? Trevor. Trevor. What do you love about Trevor? He's funny. Sometimes he, gets, sometimes he gets mad when he loses in a game. Oh, he does, huh? <laughs> I know it because um, I play with him. Yeah, I got you. And sometimes you really try to beat him just to get him mad, don't you? No, not sometimes. Not sometimes? All the time? Nope. Okay, all right. Uh, you're a good friend then. Uh, my little brother, I used to play video games with him. And he used to hate when I'd win, and I'd do it anyway, and he would get so mad. <laughs> and then he'd do it to me, and I'd get so mad too. So, all right, so that is your first person. Who's your second person? Uh, my other friend. Uh, what's their name? Macy. Oh, very cool. What do you love about Macy? She's funny. You got some funny friends. Sounds like you've got some amazing people in your corner, bud. All right, so I've got these gift cards here. What's your last name, Aiden? Green. I thought so. Hey, could I ask you one more question, Aiden? Mm -hmm. 
Why do you listen to this radio station? Because I want to listen to um, Jesus, and I want to have Jesus in my heart before I go to school. Oh, Aiden. Thank you so much for that, bud. You're the reason why we're here, bud. I'm so glad that you listen. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Aiden Green went in like a boss. Yep, second chances go a long way, don't they? Thanks again for calling me. All right, hey, you know what? It's about 7.15. What does that mean? Well, it means we got a brand new thing that we're doing, and I hope that you're really loving this. Because, you see, I had Ashley Hodges, and she is an instructor over at Marshall Christian Academy. She teaches sixth grade. And right now, her kids are going through public speaking, and they've written some poems. I had them come into the studio and record their poems here. I did it on video and audio. So I'm about to play The Battle of the Poets day two for you and i've got an update for you because yesterday we played this and i am glad to say that we have a winner from yesterday's battle of the poets it is cameron yeah cameron won a score of 13 to 4 yeah good stuff cameron won yesterday so um we'll see if he's the big winner at the end of the week. But how it works is, I'm about to play this audio for you. And then I want you to go over to any of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, sometime today, listen to them again, and then comment the name of the poet whose poem you like the most there on that post. And that is your vote. And at the end of the week, the big winner is gonna win a big prize. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So, all right, without further ado, let's go ahead and do this thing. I've got, the Battle of the Poets, day two, right? Here, take a listen to these poems. My dear, love so forbidden as day and night, mother's flames of hatred poured out, ignited our passion even more. To be wed under tomorrow's full moon and to hear the words I do, rolling thunder, strikes of lightning, I race to our hiding place. Looking frantic, not where to be seen, Heart pounding, my love, where can you be? Waves, they took you from me as I plunge down to my knees. I begin to grovel, shriek, and sob for my dear, my love, the other half of me. Until we meet again, I love you, my dear. I'm Lexi Sperling, and this is my poem. It's called Midnight. Midnight is when all is quiet. Not one bird chirps, nor monster arises. One click of a branch, time starts backwards, for history will be lost. It will not go forward. Racket all around, I rise out of my bed to see the racket, to find the owl hunting, strong and confident like I had. With my heart pounding like drums in my chest, I went outside never to be seen again. With the blink of an eye, I was snatched up by midnight. Darkness surrounded me. I was then on a ship with two sailors, my grin turned to grit. As quick as the boat came up from the beastly ways, it dived down low to the aim. Up by a rose in my bed, my heart pounding fast, I realized it was just a dream, so then I remembered it was midnight again. This is Dreaming by Sienna Tucker. The stars shone brighter as the trains went by. The moon shone brighter as the midnight sky screams. Huffs, puffs, whistles, and even yells. Night dreams wander through the skies. As the mountains wave goodbye, the stars twinkle. See you next time. Whoa, what do you think about that? Pretty deep, huh? Yeah, some of those poems, they can take a little twist and a turn. They can get a little dark and then they get bright again. Yeah, so who, who did you like? Which one of those do you think should win today's Battle of the Poets? Well, it's up to you because you got to vote. We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's, uh, well, going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, Aaliyah Jolly was the first poet there. So, did you like hers? Or did you like Lexi Sperling's? Or did you like the last one? Sienna Tucker's poem. Let us know. Go vote. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And we'll be watching those votes all day long. We'll have a winner from today, tomorrow. And then at the end of the week, we're going to have a big winner. They're going to get a big prize. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you are helping these kids come out of their shells and do well with public speaking. So go over there, vote, and thank you so much for your vote. All right, more great music headed your way. And of course, I got another car line competition question coming up, so stick around, okay? It's time to get this car line competition going again. I got a chance for you to win some gift cards, and I hope 
that you retained a little bit of that information that you learned in school, specifically in math class, because that's where we land on this question. What is the top number of a fraction called? Is it a denominator, numerator, sum, or difference? 256-505-0885 is the number to call, and I've already got a caller. What? Y'all are quick on the draw today. Stay on the phone line while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's for King & Country and Jordan Sparks with Love Me Like I Am. It's good. Turn it up. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? RJ. RJ. What's going on, bud? We're going to school. Going to school? What are you looking forward to about school today? Uh, we're going to play remote cars. RC, remote control cars? Yeah. What? Really? I want to yeah. come to your school because I love playing with those too. Can I come? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so I've got a question for you. Now, I don't know, judging from your voice, you might not know a whole lot about fractions yet, but I bet you got some people there in the car who can help you out with this. What is the top number of a fraction called? Is it a denominator, a numerator, a sum, or difference? A numerator. Numerator is right! Look at you! You just won three gift cards! What do you think about that? Good. Yeah, I think it's good, too, because, hey, you got Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, Albertville Home Bakery, and the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. Now, we want you to keep one and give the other two away to two very special people. So, what two people are you going to shout out on the radio right now? I'm going to give it to Alex and Piper. Alex and Piper. What do you love about Alex? He plays for me. Aw. That's cool. And how about Piper? He always makes Oh, and she makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, thank you so much for sharing the love here on the radio. I just need your address. Do you know that? Hello. Hey, hey, how's it hey, going? Hey, it's good. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much for letting Rocky call. I love that voice. <laughs> so cute. He's been wanting to. His, his siblings have called before. He has three other big siblings. Yeah. And they've all called before, and he's always got pushed back because he was a baby. <laughs> and he was like, it's my turn, it's my turn. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for letting the kids play. It really means a lot, and we're so glad we can brighten their day a little yeah. bit. Give them something to be excited for, you know? Yes, they, they, they enjoy it every morning. They're like, turn it on, Mom, turn it on. <laughs> wow. Well, y'all are the reason why we're here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Wow. How much fun was that? RJ, Rocky, you are the bomb. I absolutely love talking with you this morning. I'm so glad you got your turn. You're right. It was your turn to call, and I'm so glad I got to talk to you. All right. Hey, you know what? We've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Of course, I've got some more car line competition, but... Coming up here later on in the show, I'm going to give you a chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to the Winter Jam. 2023. It's happening this Friday night in Birmingham at the BJCC. So be listening for your cue to call later on in the show. All right. But for now, some more business and ministry impact partners. We got your weather and your word of life as well. So stick around. All right. You ready for it? I've got another car line competition question. I don't know. Maybe you've got a little knowledge rolling around in that noggin of yours that I don't know. Maybe it's been sticking around there ever since elementary school, maybe high school. You haven't thought about it for a long time, but somehow you've got all these facts and figures up there. Let's talk about geography. What is the tallest mountain in the world? Is it Mount Everest, Mount Fuji, Kilimanjaro, or Pikes Peak? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Call me up, answer my question, and you're going to win three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab, and hey... I'm just waiting on your call. Again, what's the tallest mountain in the world? Mount Everest, Mount Fuji, Kilimanjaro, or Pikes Peak? 256-505-0885. Got my caller right now. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Mac Powell with New Creation. Bud Williams called me up and answered that last car line competition question, and he got it right. It was Mount Everest. That is the highest mountain in the world. And he said, hey... I want you to roll those gift cards over. So tomorrow morning when we play the car line competition, somebody 
is going to win six gift cards instead of three. Thanks, Bud, for calling. It's always fun to talk with you. Oh, by the way, Bud won some tickets yesterday to Winter Jam 2023, a family four-pack. And I just got off the phone with him. He said he's going to try to go. He's going to see what this contemporary Christian music is all about. So I told him, well, if you come, I want you to stop by the booth and see me. So yeah, I'll have the JFM booth there. My wife and I will be there and we'll be having some fun. And I'm working on the same thing we did back in Albertville over the summer. I'm thinking about giving you the chance to see what it's like to be a DJ. I'm going to have you intro some songs. I have some scripts ready and some music and I'll have you intro it. If you come to Winter Jam, stop by and see me at the booth. We're going to have a blast. But, you know, in order to go to Winter Jam, you need tickets. And I got tickets. I got a family four-pack up right now. For the first caller, 256-505-0885. Again, 256-505-0885. Be the first caller, and you're going to win a family four-pack of tickets to Winter Jam 2023. Some amazing people are going to be there. We're talking about We the Kingdom. Jeremy Camp, Ann Wilson, Andy Minio, Disciple, Austin French, New Song, all happening this Friday in Birmingham at the BJCC. I've got somebody on the phone right now. Stay there for me for just a second while I start this next song. I'll get your info and get you some tickets. Here's Danny Goki and Corinne Hawthorne with We All Need Jesus. Good morning. Hello. Hey, who am I talking to? Sarah Miller. Sarah Miller. What you up to today? I was just dropped the kids off at school and headed back home. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, I think it just got a little better because you just called me. You're the first caller, and you're winning a family four-pack of tickets to Winter Jam 2023. What do you think about that? Yes, that'll be exciting. <laughs> uh, yes, for sure. All right. Well, I will set these aside for you. I'm going to put them in the mail today. You should receive them tomorrow. If not, you'll get them on Thursday, but you'll definitely be ready for Friday, okay? Okay. I think maybe... I should give away another family four-pack. So who wants them? Be the first caller. 256-505-0885. Call me up. And oh, my goodness. Y'all are quick. There's That phone's already ringing. What? Yep. All right. I'm going to go ahead and capture that call. Stay on the phone line with me, and I'll get your info and get these tickets sent your way. Here's Colton Dixon with Build a Boat. Can I talk about something that's near and dear to my heart? A lot of people don't know this about my story, but I came to radio from television. I used to work in television news. I worked at Channel 31, Channel 48. I worked at Channel 24 in Jacksonville, Alabama. I worked at Channel 52 over in Coleman. I've had a blast working in broadcasting. And one thing I can tell you is you have to be very, very careful where you get your information from. Because there are so many people out there that are putting out fake news. I know you've heard that term before, but do you know how to spot fake news? Do you know what to look for? For instance, there is a website out. Uh-huh. It's uh <laughs> it's a satire site. Maybe you've heard of it before. There's there's one called The Onion, right? There's another one called The Babylon Bee. There's another one called Mouse Trap News. And see, Mousetrap News is all about Disney information. They'll try to pass some news stories out there that are completely false, but you don't know it unless you go to their website and look at their about section and find out that they are a satire site. So lots of times when I'm looking for content for the radio, I'll tell you some steps that I take to make sure that I'm giving you the right stuff. I'm always looking for the publishing date right? I'm looking to see when the story happened. Some people like to recycle stuff from seven, eight years ago. So I'm always on top of that because I want to bring you the best and the, the newest news out there, right? But another thing that I try to do is make sure that I look at the source. So I'm making sure it's a reputable site. Now, these are steps that, that I've learned over the years, right? And there are a few other th things that you can look for. And whether it's opinion or it's fact, because news has become a lot more of that, hasn't it? A lot more opinion than anything else. But let me pass along a little information to you. These are some great ways to figure out if what you're looking at is true or if it's just a rumor, if it's fake news or if it's real. And it's a project. It's the New News Literacy Project. It's been going on since 2008. And right now, actually, they are being, uh, well, I could say spotlighted from well yellowhammer news is covering the story right now and they're shedding a light on this because there are some students at sanford university who are partnered up with this organization and it's all about helping you to know what is real and what is fake news so tell you what i'm going to go over to our 885 jfm come together facebook group and i'm going to post a link 
to this. So you can go and check it out for yourself because there are free resources here to help you to figure out if what you're looking at is true or not. And we all need that from time to time, don't we? I think maybe we could brush up on those skills a little bit. So we're a little more apt to believe the real stuff and to throw away the fake stuff because there's all kinds of fake news out there. And I want you knowing what's real and knowing how to spot what's fake. So again, I'm about to post it over on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group because it's so important to know that what you're looking at is truth or is lies. Unfortunately, those lies are out there. Your Sanctus Real and Francesca Battistelli won't let me go right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. You know, part of making your day better is making sure that you know what's real out there and you know what is fake or what's opinion. I'm glad to help you with that. Thanks for hanging out. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, who am I talking to? Lizeth. All right, Lizeth. What you up to today? Uh, running errands, taking my kiddo to her therapy appointment this morning. Oh, very cool. So, Lizeth, did you ever think that just randomly one day you'd hear the cue to call and win a family four-pack of tickets to Winter Jam? I'm not going to lie. I've been waiting for years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I've never gone. Wow. So this is your moment. It's happening this Friday night. It's going to be a blast. It's in Birmingham at the BJCC. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So there you I'm go. I'm so excited. I just need to grab your address real quick. I'll get these in the mail today. And one more yeah. question for you. Sure. Why do you listen to this radio station? Oh, it's the best. My kids love to jam to it. It's wholesome. It's the very, it's a coffee in the morning. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all are the reason why we're here. Hope you have a wonderful day and stop by and see me at the concert, okay? Of course. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're very welcome. All right. Be listening for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to Winter Jam 2023 coming up later on in the show. But first, I got a little news to pass along to you. Did you know this weekend is going to be daylight saving time? Uh Uh-huh. We spring forward. And if our legislators get everything together in time, this might be the last time we have to do this. So we'll see how that works out. But, you know, we've got that springing forward. I don't know how you feel about that, but I've got another story that kind of loosely is related to this. It involves time. A new time zone? Really? Don't we have too many time zones? Well, no, evidently not. This one is actually out of this world it won't even take place here on the earth in fact it's for a celestial body that you see every single night hmm a time zone for the moon yeah that's what they're pushing for i'll tell you why coming up here on the show we're gonna have some fun and be listening for your chance to win a family four pack of tickets to winter jam 2023 all right now i got some zach williams with heart of god right here on the lifeline on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Now turn this up. It's such a good song. Currently, there are 24 different time zones on Earth. I'm looking at my phone right now, and um, let's see. In New York City right now, it's 947. Of course, they're in the Eastern time zone, right? Um, okay, so here, of course, it's 847. And uh, I got to do my best Tim Cook impression. He's the CEO of Apple. Cupertino! Out in Cupertino, it's 648. They're in a different time zone, right? But, you know, my brother, he did a little... um, He was based over in South Korea for a while. And this is like a huge difference between here and there. Like right now, they're like 15 hours ahead. So it's 1148 p.m. there. They're like in the future already. But there's another place where... Some people are saying, hey, uh, we need to have a time zone for the moon. That's right. They want to add a 25th time zone. Why? Well, really, this is coming about from the European Space Agency, the ESA. And they're calling for this new time zone because so many people are sending people to the moon. Yeah, you know, NASA plans on sending astronauts back to the moon in just a couple years in 2025. And, of course, we have other countries who are wanting to go. So this can just help to manage missions to the moon. They actually also have a planned global satellite navigation system for the moon. So it's just to make things a little more smooth between countries who are visiting the moon. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me that the moon would have its own time zone. Yeah? What do you think, though? Is it just more complicated? (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, uh, it's hard enough keeping up with 24 of them, right? But if you're going to go to the moon, I guess it, it makes sense. And hey, around here, the moon is kind of a big deal. Why? Because, hey, we're not too far from Huntsville. You know, the rocket city. A lot of people actually have their career all tied up in the engineering that goes into the spacecraft and, and, and the propulsion systems and all kinds of things dealing with NASA. So had to bring you that story this morning because it's so near and dear to, well, our local community. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Are you tired? Has that level of tiredness changed over time? Less physical tired and more emotional tired? Yeah, I think that happens to all of us, right? Amy has a way with words, and I'm going to share her story with you coming up next about that level of tired that you're feeling right now and how it's actually a good thing. So stick around. You're going to love this. Amy says, my 6 a.m. alarm goes off. I'm so tempted to hit snooze. I close my eyes, almost drifting back to sleep, and in my mind... I picture a beautiful, graceful fairy waving her magic wand, getting the kids out of bed, breakfast on the table, consent form signed, but whoa, back to reality. I think back to the days when I had babies and toddlers, waking up in the middle of the night, pacing the halls when those dreaded double ear infections would strike, or the monotony of washing bottles, sippy cups, and plastic plates that had divided sections for just the right amount of vegetables and meat. I think back to hoisting a kid on my hip and carrying them around while making dinner, my back completely out of alignment. I remember taking them to the grocery store, giving them a cookie to munch on while I shopped with that cart that resembled a car, and I almost broke my back trying to steer it. I remember breaking up the monotony of the day by taking a walk with all three of them. One always wanted to ride their bike, and you learn as a mom to pick your battles, but inevitably their legs got tired and they just couldn't go another inch. Those were the days of carrying a tired kid and a bicycle as we made the long trek home. I'm so exhausted. There were those weeks when my husband traveled and I couldn't wait for daylight savings so it would get dark early. I would close the blinds in their rooms and put them to bed. It might have been six and they would probably wake up earlier, but it was worth the gamble. I'd grab that last load out of the dryer, sit on the couch, and fold those little Hannah Anderson and Jimboree outfits. At 7.30, I was done. Let's fast forward a decade. It's 7.30, and I'm just about to get in the car to drop my 14-year-old off at basketball practice until 9. My 18-year-old is working on calculus homework that to me looks like a foreign language. I got word from my oldest that there's a team picture tomorrow and his uniform from the day before has to be washed so he can take it to school. I'd already picked up one kid early from school for an orthodontist appointment. I attended a morning committee meeting. I booked a hotel for an upcoming college acceptance reception and the list goes on and on. Is this stage of mothering being these big kids? Well, it's really where the rubber hits the road. It's not as physically exhausting, but it's emotionally exhausting. Coordinating carpools, driving to appointments, volunteering here, there, and everywhere, helping sort tutors for AP classes, editing papers and college essays, and drying tears from breakups and not making sport teams. I'm spent. We no longer have to help them with day-to-day -day tasks like tying their shoes, brushing their teeth, or reading bedtime stories. They help with some of the household chores, but the laundry still resembles Mount Everest and my desk is piled high with field trip consent forms, sports team schedules, and monthly bills. My kids need me now in a completely different way. They need me emotionally. They need me to uh, let them know that the C on the chemistry test isn't going to matter a year from now. And this whole high school thing will be a blip on the radar someday. They need me to reassure them when they go through a breakup that their world is not ending. They need to talk to me or to respond to their texts when they're having a great day or when they're having a not so great day. They need me to hug them. They need me to make them chicken soup when they appear glassy eyed and it seems almost certain they'll be flat on their back in the next 24 hours. I've begun to master the routines and choreography of parenting big kids and all and I'll always be their biggest cheerleader. I have more experience now 
in parenting kids that are six inches taller than me. I do my best every day to make sure that even in the chaos of emotions of parenting big kids, I get out of bed, wash my face, pour myself a cup of coffee, and greet them with a smile and a good morning, even if it's met with a nod and a uh, grunt. (laughs) I'm not perfect, and I love that they see that. I forget to turn in forms at school. I forget to pack lunches. Just recently, my son almost walked out the door with a pair of my underpants clinging to the back of his sweatpants from static cling because I probably forgot to put the dryer sheet in that load. It takes a village. Look at it this way. Our kids are like unbaked cakes. And as they grow into teenagers, they're still a little wiggly. And the toothpick might not quite come out clean, but they're almost ready for the sprinkles. With all the emotional exhaustion that goes with that stage day in and day out, wow. You can only hope that you're raising confident, competent young adults who will contribute to society in a positive way. I can close my eyes every morning after my alarm goes off and wish for that fairy with a magic wand to appear, but would I? Then I'd miss out on those special moments with my kids that day. Tired, schmired. Sure, I'm tired. I've got a few more wrinkles and dark circles under my eyes, but... I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. Yes, mom, dad, it's tiring. You are spent. Feels like you can't walk another step, but you keep doing it because you love them. You love those kids of yours. And yes, they keep you busy. They keep you on your toes. But would you really have it any other way? I think maybe that tiredness is a good thing sometimes. Yeah, they still need you. Enjoy this. I'm doing the same. Hey, I've got an eight-year-old right now. And let me tell you, I'm learning as I go, but I'm so glad I can learn from moms like Amy who have been there and done that. They're in the middle of it, you know? That I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who's tired. The only one who doesn't know which way he's going. Am I going to, what is it, show choir? Or am I going to tumble? Or no, was it soccer? Or was it violin lessons? I don't remember anymore. (laughs) It's crazy. So, hey, we're all in this thing together. Keep it up, Mom and Dad. You're doing a great job. I just wanted to give you a little extra love, help you know you're not alone today. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, Christina, what's up? You got me emotional this morning. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Amy really has a way with words. I love to find her articles. I was wondering if you could play Hey Girl by Ann Wilson. It was like, uh, my best friend called me and she was like, Hey girl! (laughs) I was like, I need to hear that public now. (laughs) Well, it is next, alright? Alright, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I just did a check on today's Battle of the Poets. And let me tell you, it is really heating up. But so far from today, we've got one clear winner. And I don't know, we need your vote, though. Right now, Aaliyah Jolly is leading the vote count tremendously. Uh, She is leading by 18 votes over her other two competitors. So, hey, why don't you go and check that out? It's day Two of the Battle of the Poets on our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok page. You're like, Stephen, I don't understand. What's this all about? Okay, so here's the story. All right, so I had a teacher reach out to me from Marshall Christian Academy. She teaches sixth grade, and they're doing this project with public speaking. They wrote some poems. I invited them into the studio, and we recorded them, both audio and video, and we decided, hey, we'll do this Battle of the Poets, and whoever wins is going to win a pretty cool prize so it's four days of the battle of the poets we're on day two right now and so far Aaliyah is winning but you can go to any of our socials listen to this little watch this little video and then comment the name of the poet whose poem you like the most and that is your vote we'll see who wins at the end of the day all right now I'll have the big announcement tomorrow as to who won day two then we'll do day three tomorrow it's going to be a lot of fun so glad we could partner up with Marshall Christian Academy and make this happen hey it's all about reaching into the community being a part of it because hey we're here almost 28 years now right here in Gunnersville, reaching all of North Alabama and across the world on our stream. So thank you for being a part of this. And I see you listening to us right now on the stream from Georgia and Florida and Texas and right here in Alabama. I see Birmingham has popped on there. Also, we've got Helsinki, Finland hanging out with us this morning as well. Hey, thanks so much, 
for making us part of your day. You're a part of our story. You're the reason why we're here. You know, we're young, we're scrappy. We decided we want to have a voice. We want our voice to be heard. We've got an opinion about everything and you better believe we're going to tell you what it is. And then we get older. And then I don't know what it is. It's like we don't seem so uh, out there anymore. We don't seem so um, ready to give our opinion anymore. Things change. You live a little bit of life and you learn a few things, you know? Have you noticed that in your own life? I think that's exactly where Brad got this little sentiment from. He posted a video of him just sitting in his car, just kind of playing with his beard a little bit, deep in thought, right? And the, the caption says this, and this is a very simple video that's already been liked more than 30,000 times because it's so relatable. And Brad said, I don't know if this is a phase you go through in your 40s, but I just feel quiet about everything recently. Like, I don't have much to say to anyone anymore. I just want to do my own thing and mind my own business. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you feel the same way? I can relate. Yeah, lots of times, you know, sure, I have an opinion about this, that, and the other, but I mean, lots of times when I voice that opinion, it doesn't change anything anyway. So you learn to just, I don't know, be quiet. And if anything else, just pray about the situation, you know, because you really don't have much much sway over it anyway in some situations. And so many people here in the comments are saying, hey, I feel you, I'm there. Some people in the 50s saying, yep, it doesn't change. I'm in my 50s and I'm right there with you. Uh, other people are saying, I'm just tired of speaking up because it doesn't feel like anybody's listening. Whoa. Some people are saying, you know, I, I really loved life before the cell phone took it over because everybody seems to be on their phones. They're, they're only half listening to what you have to say anyway. There can be a lot of negative stuff on social media, but there can be a lot of positive too, like working through these emotions and these thoughts. I mean, do you feel the same way? Do you just like to stay to yourself? And not very vocal anymore about this, that, or the other? Yeah? No, uh, you're not alone. But you know what? It's so important for you to let your voice be heard on the things that really matter. Your values, the things that you stand for. You've got to be vocal about that. And I think that's a little bit of a trap we've fallen into as the church is we're so complacent. We're so ready to just not speak up anymore because we're afraid that, that somebody's going to have something bad to say about us. We're not going to please somebody because of our opinion when our opinion is rooted in fact, rooted in biblical values. And I don't know, it feels like we've been browbeat a little bit and it's just like we're laying dormant, but we can't do that. We have to speak up for what we believe in. So I wanted to encourage you today. Yeah, you might feel like Brad does here, but you still have a voice and you still need to use it to better the world around you. So use it. You're not going to please everybody. I, I, don't, I don't please everybody. I can tell you that because I'm human. Some people don't like me. I understand that. Maybe I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but you know what? I do have something to say. And I'm glad to stand up for the things that I believe in. And you should be too. God's given you a voice. Use it. Well, yesterday I went to Walmart and I forgot to pick something up. I saw them, but I passed by them. It's the number one hottest selling item at Walmart. Do you know what it is? Bananas. Literal bananas. That's right. Uh-huh. Bananas are regularly Walmart's best-selling item. They sell over 1.5 billion pounds of bananas. And I'm running low at the house. I should have picked some up. And I, I might go get some today. But there's one banana I don't want in my house. And I can almost guarantee you don't want this banana in your house either. Because banana just happens to be the name. Mm. I'll tell you who found banana and where banana is now and how you could even adopt banana if you wanted to <laughs> coming up next is it just a southern thing to have stuff on top of your refrigerator like i can tell you on top of my refrigerator right now there are some big pans that don't really fit anywhere else we've got a huge electric skillet that sits up there as well so yeah a few things sit there because the space between the top of the fridge and that cabinet that's above it there's a pretty sizable space there so hey you know waste not one not you, get, you got space fill it up right <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't have a cabinet over yours. Maybe that's where you keep your cereal. I know a lot of people who do that. Is it just a southern thing? And sometimes you might even keep your fruit up there. I don't think it's a great place to put it. But anyway, do you ever keep your bananas on top of the fridge? 
Well, if you do keep something on top of the fridge, chances are at some point, something's gonna fall behind the fridge. And then you gotta scoot that thing out and get to it. And yeah, this person found banana behind their fridge. But here's the problem. This was not a banana. No, this was banana. The piebald, bald python. Yeah, in an apartment building, this resident found the snake behind their fridge on the 29th floor up in New Jersey. Oh my gosh. So what happened? <laughs> I could tell you what would have happened if it was my house. I've got a really good insurance policy. The flames would have been a flying. No, I'm playing. I wouldn't have burned my house down. I would have felt like it though, because come on, a snake in your house? I just don't, I don't like snakes, but to each their own. Some people really do, right? Well, the Liberty Humane Society took banana with them and currently they've put up a little post on Facebook saying, you know, this is a socialized domestic snake. Likely it's someone's escaped pet. So please contact the shelter if you have any information about where banana belongs. But you see, after seven days, banana can be adopted and there's already a waiting list. People have already got their applications in to adopt this snake, the yellow piebald bald python called banana. That's one banana I don't want in my house. Uh, no, no, not at all. What a song that's We the Kingdom with Holy Water right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I want to leave you with one final thought and then a surprise. Okay, so here you go. Your final thought is from Amy Lee McCree, who says, You matter. That smile you shared could be the sun on someone's darkest day. It really could. So share a smile with somebody today. All right? Can you do that? Now, I want to put a smile on your face because I've got your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to Birmingham Winter Jam 2023 this Friday night, 256-505-0885. I've already got a caller. What? Yep, I do. Stay on the phone line with me, and I'll get your info, get these tickets sent your way. That's going to wrap it up for me today here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I hope you have the best day ever. Enjoy the sunshine, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. All right? Can't wait. I will see you then. Hey, remember, go vote for the Battle of the Poets across our socials. See you tomorrow.